I just wanted to take a minute to say thank you. Um, it's really been a joy to be the pastor's wife here. I don't really think about it all that much, as you may have noticed. Um, but I have loved being the pastor's wife. Um, and uh, I just want to thank you for your grace and love and generosity and mercy and loving us and our boys and all of theirs. Over these years, you have been a wonderful family to us. Um, and so we just really, I just wanted to say thank you and um, just that's all. Cool. <clears throat> okay. Wow. Now my heart really is going to explode. It's just so full. I just, um, they told me I only had an hour today. So, you know, yeah. <laughs> You know, I, I love it when other people besides me go long. I love that. I just love it. <laughs> I just want to thank all of you. I just, it just fills my heart with such joy to have our family here. Thank you all. To have some of you from, who've come from far and wide. And You know, we've walked a few roads together. And uh, I just thank you so much for that. God has been so good to us. And... Um, no, I am going to preach a, sh a very short message, and, and even shorter than I thought I would. But you have to know how hard this is. I want you to know this is really hard because I was schooled. I, our motto, the, my training as a minister, uh, I was schooled in the, the school of Jack Miller. Now, look, Jack, if he preached less than 45 minutes, something was wrong, okay? And so we believed that uh, sermonettes produce Christianettes. And, you know, we're, we were not going to do that. I, I wanted to preach manly sermons, right? So, <laughs> Anyway, <clears throat> you know that um, I've been thinking a lot about just famous last words, I'm calling them. Just my final words uh, among you as a senior pastor. And um, so this is really the set. This is going to be really short. Second of, of three, just these famous last words. Although I said last week, I really am praying and hoping that these won't be my last words. I would like to stay around a while, and I hope to have a few more things to say. And I'm sure that these words will never be famous. But they're mine, they're for you. They're from my heart to your heart. And really, for today, what I want to say is thank you. I just want to say thank you, Lord. And thank you, people of God. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I have so much to be thankful for. And, uh, you know, many of the Psalms, like Psalm 136, many of the Psalms, they call us to give thanks. That's a real refrain in the Psalms. We're just called out of ourselves, you know, to give thanks. And this, this says it well. Uh, say it with me. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love endures forever. And that's life in a nutshell. That's the gospel in a nutshell. That's everything. The Lord, he is good and his love endures. And I know that's true. And this is one of those psalms that has a line that repeats at the end of every verse. And, and we sing songs that way too sometimes like we did today. We sing the same line because, you know, it takes a while for us to get it. And this is like that. In, in Psalm 136, 
26 verses. So 26 times at the end of each verse, it says, His love endures forever. Oh, what was this psalm about? Wait. His love endures forever. Say it with me. His love endures forever. So I I just want to say thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your enduring love for me. And I want to really encourage you. What would it be like if you lived every day convinced in your heart, believing that the God of the universe loves you eternally, intimately? Would that change your outlook on the day? I think it would. His love endures forever. You know, God is trying to say to us over and over, I want you to know there's a lot of things in this world that are going to break you, break your life, break your heart. But he says, I want you to know that my love for you is always there. It endures forever. He says, I'm going to love you no matter what. I'm going to love you intimately. I'm going to love you infinitely beyond your wildest imagination. I'm going to love you eternally. So God has been so good to us in so many ways. Um, And it's easy for us to walk right past those ways and take them for granted. And I want us to just stop. And we've had a chance today to really stop and listen and share and, and to really see the enduring love of God for us as a church family, his love for us in Christ. Uh, no matter what craziness is going on in the world, and, and if you're paying any attention, there's a bit of craziness going on in the world. <laughs> bit of craziness going on in our country. But God says, my love for you endures forever through all that stuff you have to walk through. So, Psalm 136, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but it, you know, I've been thinking about it, meditating on that psalm, that recurring refrain, you know, his love endures forever. It just reminds me, of some of the things, some of the, the things that I'm thankful for. And so I'm going to quickly just share those. One is just, Lord, thank you for delivering me from bondage, from chains and bondage. This, this psalm talks about um, the people of God being delivered out of Egypt, through the Red Sea. Um, and it says, he remembered us in our low estate. Have you ever thought about that? Have you thought about that lately? (laughs) He remembered us in our low estate and freed us from our enemies. And say it with me, his love endures forever. So this is really the, this this psalm talks about the greatest moment in the history of God's people in the Old Testament. That after 400 years, they wanted to be free. They were oppressed and God set them free. And they look back to that moment uh, over and over and over and over in their history. Um, that's the time. And that was really a picture, wasn't it? It was, it was that time when the, the blood of the lamb, the lamb was slain in all the homes of Egypt. And, and that, that blood was sprinkled on the doorposts of the home. And, and so the judgment passed over. It passed by. And that was really pointing all of us ahead to what Jesus was going to do. That he was, as we sang, the Lamb of God. And he was slain, and his blood was, as it were, sprinkled on the doorposts of each of our lives. It's there, you know, for all of our sin, all of our wrongdoing, all of our thoughts and our words and our actions that were self-serving that we're against God. 
uh, all of the omissions, the, the omissions that when we failed to do the good we should have done, you know, for the glory of God, and we didn't. And Jesus said, let me, let me pay for that. Let me pay for that for you. My love for you endures forever. Let me pay for that for you. And so that blood on the doorpost of our lives, you know, we put our trust in Jesus, and we're cleansed. And, and then we realize that he's alive, <laughs> and he's leading us, and we follow him, and, and he's deciding where we go, and uh, he knows what he's doing. And so we need to just always be stopping and saying, I need to remember the one who has delivered me, who paid that price uh, for me to set me free. It's so important to live free. That's not just a state motto somewhere. That's important for us as we follow Jesus. He did say, I came to set you free. So he wants us to live free. Thank you, Lord, that you delivered me from the chains that bound me. Thank you, Jesus. His love, say it with me, his love endures forever. I also want to say from from this psalm, it inspired me. Thank you for leading me through the desert. Uh, Verse 16 says, to him who led his people through the wilderness. And then say it with me, his love endures forever. Okay, I've been through a few deserts in 35 years. And uh, I, I know that most of you, if not all of you, you have experienced God's presence in the desert. His hand leading you toward hope, toward renewal. And, and we walk through tough times, you know, all kinds of deserts. It could be a relational desert, a financial desert, a medical desert, an emotional desert, a spiritual desert, all kinds of deserts. And you know what it's like. You feel dry, you feel parched, you feel deep into your bones like, am I ever going to get through this? And you're not sure you will. To him who led his people through the wilderness. In the 40 years that Israel wandered in the desert, God never left them. He did some of his greatest miracles, greatest wonders while they were in the wilderness. Manna from heaven, water from the rock. This is our God. So what's your desert? You're in a desert right now? I know some of you are. And I'm also sure that if you're not in a desert right now, I can tell you something. You were in one a while back, a while back or you're going to be in one soon. <laughs> the deserts are everywhere in this world. So it's part of the journey we walk, but this is one of those times where God says, I'm with you, I'm not going to leave you alone, and maybe all you can say, there are times when you're in a desert, and all you can say with through parched lips and a soul that just feels like it's dried up, it's going to blow away, in the middle of that desert, God, I thank you that you are with me, that I am not alone. You have not abandoned me. Our God has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Thank you. And then one other thing. I just, uh, this psalm leads me to say, thank you, Lord, for giving me a place. You know, we can take that for granted, but God gave me and Shelley, our family, he gave us a place. This psalm says in verses 21 and 22, he gave them their land as an inheritance, an inheritance to his servant. And then say it with me, 
His love endures forever. God gave his people this place. Uh, and, and that was a foreshadowing, that, that, that land flowing with milk and honey. That's, that's, of course, pointing us ahead to heaven. But we've got this place along the way between here and there. And it's called the church. It's the church of Jesus Christ. It's his people. And uh, we get to be in community together. None of us walks alone. We walk with Jesus, but we walk together. None of us walks alone. And we get to stand alongside each other. And, and we get to say to each other, we will pray for you and for your household. And we will love you. And we will be your friends. And you will be our friends. And, and we'll just walk alongside you. We'll be a community of faith and, and, and care and prayer. We'll weep with you when you weep. And we'll rejoice with you when you get to rejoice. That's life together. That's the church. That's the place that God has given us a place. Thank you, Lord, for giving us a place. It's an indescribable blessing. I, I think many times I've taken it for granted. But I don't now. And I'm so grateful. You know, God has given Shelley and me a place right here, with you, on this boulevard. It's so awesome. And, you know, life is messy, as we said last night. Life is messy because, you know, people are messy, starting with me. You know, it's not all a bed of roses, but it's a place where we can be the people that God loves. And we can learn to love each other in the midst of the things that break us and the things that bring us joy. We get the full gamut. And we get to share that kind of life together. And it, it's, it's a beautiful thing. It's just a beautiful thing. So going forward, I just, I just urge you to really enjoy this place. Use it the best you can for the glory of God. And enjoy each other. Walk together. And, and listen well to each other. And, and learn to love each other well. You know, you're going to take, take turns. You're going to have your turns crying, and there'll be people crying alongside you. And you're going to have your turn rejoicing, and there'll be people rejoicing alongside you, and it's glorious. So don't miss that. And then the psalm ends. Uh, it says, um, give thanks to the God of heaven. Give thanks to the God of heaven. Say it with me. His love endures forever. So Psalm 30, uh, 136 wraps up by declaring that this Lord of ours, he's, he's no small God. <laughs> he's the God of heaven. And you and I, we're very earthbound. And many times we're very aware of our feet of clay. And we're very aware of the things that break us. And we're, we're very earthbound. <laughs> we're bound to this beautiful but broken world that's filled with beautiful but broken people, including ourselves. But in Jesus, you know what happens? We become, it's a miracle. We become more than earthbound. We become heavenbound. <laughs> and that's what God is doing. He's drawing us to himself. And he inhabits eternity. He inhabits heaven. He's the Holy One. And so we become, we earthbound people with all our frailties and sins. And we become heavenbound. This is a miraculous thing. So... Give thanks to the God of heaven. That's where we're heading. Because Jesus 
He's opened the gate for us. He's the door. He's the way in. And, uh, you know, he's worthy of all of our thanksgiving every day of our lives under heaven until we see him there. And one day we will, by his grace, we'll see him face to face. So I, I don't have the words to tell you how what a great pleasure uh, it has been for me to be your pastor all these years. And I want to thank you just want to thank you for granting me that privilege. Thank you. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. Say it with me. His love endures forever. Amen.